Hello, welcome back to TBI Podcast. Carl Donnelly here. Julian Dean, welcome. Welcome back, everyone. So this week's welcome. Epi- well, one of two episodes again. We're releasing another little side sneaky one that is a I might special say welcome episode. Again. Yeah, no, yeah. Oh, so there's two. There's two going out, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah, mate. This is a this is a main TVI, TVI double I, drop, and then our TVI specials where we get people that aren't stand ups to join us for a oh, nice yeah. chat. But this episode, we're joined by a very funny man, Ian Sterling, um, television Ian Sterling, the voice of Love Island, TV's very Ian funny stand up. Uh, if you haven't seen his stand up, do see his stand up. That's where he started, mate. Um, and yes, yeah, good fun. We have a right old laugh. It's uh, I think it gets it starts on a rude footing, and then it uh, carries on that that in that vein. Apologies. Yeah, apolo- yeah in advance. apologies in advance. Yeah, we don't you don't need a trigger warning. If you listen to this podcast before, you'll be fine. You know, if you're a new right. listener, just all adults, you know, just relax and <laughs> ease into it. Um, but that's it. Uh, admin. Thanks to all our patrons who've signed up to get videos of episodes, to get um, extra mini episodes that we do f- like throughout the month. Thanks for all Those our new patrons as well. Um, yeah, we've appreciated, mate. Very kind of you to join it's the good, community. That is, that is. They're a nice bunch. Patreon.com uh, slash we are TVI. You have to use the URL because they're searching. It's not safe for work. Great. Yeah, well, no, that's what they said, isn't it? Apparently, we they, a few people said they couldn't find it when they searched for TVI on Patreon. Turns it's out not the, safe for work. Man. Yeah, the algorithm uh, doesn't. If you're, if yeah, if you're, if you've got explicit content, it's quite. They make it basically. You've got to type the URL. Basically, we're too dangerous for Patreon, mate. <laughs> dangerous, mate. Edgy, sign up, edgelords. Sign up for secret material that is <laughs> Patreon are trying to Patreon are trying to silence us, mate. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to shut us down, mate. Yes, yeah, freedom of speech, mate. Um, no, rise up, fine. brothers. It's, it's all available on Patreon. Men down. <laughs> <laughs> right. Help the fallen soldiers at patreon.com slash we are TVI. <laughs> We're not exactly explicit. I mean, I see. I don't think we are. We just, like... we just talk about paedophilia every yeah. episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, anyway, what we're saying is thanks to everyone who's signed up. If you want to sign up, do. Um, but uh, don't, otherwise, don't worry. You can just kick back and enjoy, enjoy the listening. For free, mate. Enjoy. You can see the Bye. video of the of all of our podcasts <laughs> on, on the hard sell again, mate. Christmas is coming. Just, Julian just needs so money. They, just so <laughs> they know, though. I don't think I make it clear sometimes, um, but <laughs> you can um, see the videos of the pa- of on yeah, our Patreon. But the audio is available, so just plug in your earphones and sit on a train mate there you go take it easy everyone enjoy welcome back to tbi carl donnelly here julian dean and guest all the way from his uh his home studio ian sterling Hello, everyone. Look at that <laughs> setup. That looks incredible. Does it look? I bet it's just. It's. I think the microphone arm gives it more credence than it's maybe. I think. Be. Yeah. Basically, what you've got is a nice office uh, space <laughs> with like football shirts on the wall, and you just happen to have a big booming arm with a nice mic on it. And it's. And it, even that is. It's in the wrong place. Hence why it sort of like when you've got a microphone arm, it shouldn't take up two thirds yeah. of your shot. Really. 
Oh, look, yeah, see, Julian, Julian comes from underneath, no. but also Julian does not I've stop. I've got someone holding mine down there. But uh, he also constantly fiddles with it, which does affect the audio. So there's a different, you know, there is um, some issues with the positioning. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, welcome to TBI, Ian Sterling. Um, how are you? Um, do you know what, mate? I'm all right. I'm I'm done. I'm late to this podcast, and I've done that thing where where you miss something, and I've now all the things I'd carefully put together for today. I've now all the prep you did slowly unwind, and that slowly <laughs> come apart, and that's sort of what my life tends to be: is yeah, yeah. well-meaning organization followed by uh, an absolute clusterfuck of. <laughs> memory and timing that leads to me just running and apologizing until about 8 p.m um, where i then get home and apologize to laura that i live with for being stressed and late the whole time around. laura that i live with it's a funny way to describe your partner are you um are you engaged i don't i don't we like we just keep it you just you're just a boyfriend and girlfriend just we're just what we are just you live together. Let's live together. That's all it we is, isn't it? Together, we're, we're bigger than that. We're we're it's more. We're bigger than engagement. <laughs> marriage. <laughs> we're just, bigger than marriage. It's just you talk about stuff like that, then it just ends up somewhere that you don't want it to end. Oh, up. that's true. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. we've got is more important than commitment. Well, exactly. This is um. Yeah, I. Uh, I just think some, so. The person you live with, I still think you are underplaying it. So what, what know, I meant I by that is, let's use the real terms. I think you could still say girl. Yeah, you're, I mean, I don't think you're too old to say girlfriend. Partner's but, a good one, isn't it? I like partner. partner I like it's nice. partner. It's, it's gender neutral, isn't, isn't it? Partner. Yeah, it used to be. When you see, well, I think when you're when you're heterosexual and you used to say partner, side ting, side felt... ting's nice. <laughs> Your side piece. W- one of my holes. <laughs> oh god. That's a nice. No, come on now. No, that would end up in a publication that I'd rather it than Yeah, exactly. But uh, what I mean, do you remember, like, I'd say up until about a decade ago, if you referred to your partner as your partner and you were heterosexual, people would then assume, I think, is he? He must be gay. You know, because it sounded That's partner was to your jumper, mate. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably because of the shoes you're wearing. Oh God! Do you, know do you know what I love about a podcast? When two minutes in, you absolutely get the set up between the hosts. You know totally, what you're yeah, yeah, yeah. From. You get the one, the one that uh, is going to sort of toe the line of decency and the one who's dropped a piece of misogyny and homophobia in the first two just minutes. a disclaimer there's no such thing as a gay jumper it was um... that is cool no there isn't i mean no. unless it's <laughs> god knows i've tried to find it, it guys uh but <laughs> anyway got semen all over sorry oh fucking hell mate <laughs> sorry to drag you into this ian well, um, what we'll do is we'll edit Ian out of this episode to not get him in trouble. <laughs> just it's me, just podcast is for me going, sorry I'm late, guys, and then just you talking. Well, then, yeah, this is the us saying bad and things. This Ian's is what happens when you're late. Speaking if you'd have, have shown up on time, we wouldn't have said any of this stuff, would we? <laughs> this conversation is sparked by your tardiness. Um, but anyway, um, it's good to have you on, mate, because we we don't live far apart. We're, um, no. we're sort of in the same neck of the woods. Same ends. Yeah, it's um, it's nice, isn't it? It's a nice, it's a nice area. It's like everything in London. It's got really nice bits and really sort of weird bits. Yes. 
Well, actually, no. Do you know what? I hate that. I hate that. I hate the phrase nice. Like people tend to say nice bits and rough bits. It's... No, it's just got bits with like <laughs> weird elaborate coffee shops and bits with an Argos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Halston, where I'm at the Halston end, uh, their Argos hasn't been open since bloody March, mate. <laughs> Which is, you know, it's big news. It was that that went that shut down, you know, when lockdown came. It's never really. They just, I think they just sort of thought, oh, we can't be asked to open until everything's like hundred percent back to normal. It. I think they might have, you know, because when everything sort of reopened again in the summer, it just. It just still had the sign up saying we're temporarily closed. You can't get more social distancing than Argos. I suppose they need to disinfect the cat. You need to disinfect all the ca- the pages of the catalog that you've touched, which could be yes. really, really time consuming. And all the little tiny pens. Oh yeah, you need to bring do your they own still, gambling. Do they pen. still have the yeah. catalogs in there, or is it computer? Now? They do. It's but they're they're laminated and they've got computers oh. as well now. They still got the yeah. They still I got the laminated got... catalog. I just think people have been masturbating. <laughs> because when i grew up it was the littlewoods catalog was the the catalog of choice for the teenage boy do you know what i mean i was the, I, I was the uh underwear section of the argos catalog because when would when did argos introduce underwear i don't know but they 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 sold wonder bras Okay, so was to... that'll right. do. That will do. That'll do me nicely, page eighty six. Um it's Do you yeah. remember that thing me and me and Laura were talking about this the other day? Do you remember they put that um bit advert up for uh Wonderbra and they had to like a big roadside banner the, thing and they had to the, take it down because the hello boys. Causing car crashes. Yes. Who was that? I can't remember the model, it was Hello Boys, that one. It was her sort yeah. of with a big old set of Udders and sweet babylons. It's yeah, udders. Udders. I can't say that word without going into sort of a West Country accent. Got I've got um yeah, my handful of of words for boobs are very uh, geographically like it's it's udders or taters. I sometimes say oh a big old set of taters on her. Which I uh, yeah, taters like a big old set of potatoes, isn't it? Like, um, it's all a lot of mine are West. I just country. call them by their name, mate. I don't know. <laughs> you what, just call them Babylon's about thirty them, seconds what, what, ago. Claire, Claire and Jane. <laughs> <laughs> you just called them by the Teresa. full name. The full name of the person they're attached to. <laughs> Can I add them on Facebook? <laughs> <laughs> nice set of Emmas you got there. <laughs> It's uh yeah, it feels I still quite find of, there's quite a lot of potato based ones. I've never thought of that before. We used to say Tatty Borges and Edward. Yeah, I remember for some reason I know that even though I've sort of it sound feels like a Scottish thing. What that you, you know that I said that or did you know that <laughs> Yeah, I've been I was monitoring your childhood quite closely. No, but in your WhatsApp. Tatty Bojangles, innit? I remember tatty like Bojangles, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why I know that phrase. I mean it's I definitely still would say. Bojang- Bojangle was a um, guitarist, it's wasn't it? Bojangles, it? yeah, it's a famous, famous song, isn't it? But uh, I think I don't. I don't know if it's yeah, a generational great thing. Tits. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what I, I remember him for. Yeah, them yeah. that he's hanging over the guitar. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I still think I I don't I've never never I I mean I can't think of a time I've referred to in my life breasts 
by their actual name. Like, do you know what I mean? I, I think I've only ever used a euphemism or a jokey word or, you know, I've still got a very, uh, I think, immature relationship to saying the word breasts. I just can't think, I just can't, maybe now in child rearing, you might use the term, but I think, yeah, and there's, there's not really a uh, situation I can think where they'd be appropriate, it'd be appropriate, even appropriate to use breasts. It's not very <laughs> sexy. And then if yeah. you're and, and if you're in a situation where you're being formal enough with someone to use the term breast, you're probably not going to mention their breasts at any That's stage. That's true, actually. It's more of a medical phrase almost, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to sort of imagine if you're in the early stages of a relationship or you're single and doing a bit of Can I touch your breasts? Can I touch your breasts? Sounds gross, doesn't it? It's disgusting. Yeah, it does. It's, oh, it sounds like you're a 60-year-old man whose wife's, wife's just I... died and he's back in the game. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's back on road. <laughs> Man's back fishing, bro. And he's not had to sort of say anything like that for 40 years. Queuing up in a strip, outside a strip club. <laughs> Social distancing. Um, are strip clubs still up? Are strip clubs still up? That's the question I was yes, about to ask. Yes, they are. Yeah, I was about to ask no, Julian no. this. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm in one now. <laughs> so I was Julian. Quiet girls, a... quiet girls, just trying to re- record a pod. <laughs> um, it... um, I don't know, actually. I've, I've, ne- I've, I've never been, well, years ago I went to one. Just to be clear, I'm not into strip clubs. I'm not into strip clubs. I think no, I've not, I, discussed I, this on I here before. I've never understood it. I've never understood it. It makes no sense to me. It's like, you know, if you want titillation... Suddenly we're all anti-strip club. Well, no, um, I, I think... I, like, I'm not anti-strip club. I, I respect people to do what they want to do. But what I mean is, for me, you, it's it's the worst of all worlds, isn't it? You're, you're paying loads of money. They're, they're very expensive to see some... Um, orgies. Boobies. And... <laughs> <laughs> And uh, <laughs> some sweet bojangles, <laughs> and you know, and it's and it's all part of this sort of bakery. And then when you know, if you if you're just if you're not desperate just to knock one out, just go on. Get a, get a Littlewoods catalogue, mate. Exactly. Get down Argos. Imagine you had one tight friend, and you all went into the strip club, and your mate just got the little catalogue <laughs> cat to knock one out in the <laughs> toilets. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! It's, oh. Um, I, who were we talking about? Um, about sort of nineties late night porn telly. I think I don't know if it's a guest or it's just in real life, but. You know, when I'll you be sort your of... therapist. <laughs> it was, it was uh, the the, uh, the lawyer who dealt with my divorce. Um, <laughs> I uh, it was. Do you remember like um, what were they called? Euro trash and all those sorts of late yeah. night. Oh, they, yeah. th- that was the period where that was your port. When you're 15, that was trying to time the the snippets where you know there's going to be some nudity because you knew it was always they never put it all in one big block it was always a bit of nudity and then yeah. it was like something about some weird you know just odd european that tradition. was jean paul gaultier yeah i was about to say if you if you and, timed Anton your wank wrong you'd end up coming to like a french guy in a suit yeah 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 <laughs> doing puns that, that was your landing point <laughs> And we wonder why we all grew up to be such weirdos, man. Just like the things we had to get off. Why to. do Why do I dress funny and like telling jokes? 
Yeah. <laughs> exactly. We're all knocking one out it's to just two French, French blokes <laughs> talking about culture. You were trying to want a woman that thought she was a mermaid. Yeah. <laughs> Is that everyone's got the one right? I've this. I'm going to say this like I know for a fact, but I reckon everyone has got the one segment of Euro trash that they thought, oh, this is now nah, this this is going to stay with me forever. I'm, I I, I seem to have rock. I seem to have some quite visceral memories of fetish stuff that I felt even then I felt was a little bit out of my comfort zone. And then afterwards, you'd watch a bit of Euro trash. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Sorry. But, I've always been sort of scared of fetish stuff, we and I think it comes out. from Euro trash. That thing of like, you know, I can't. I don't know what I'd do. I mean, obviously, it would never. Ha- now it's gone. You know, the chance is gone. But uh, that's me and Anna. Once the once the baby gets a bit older, decide to get freaky. But <laughs> there's no point I can foresee in my life now where any fetish shit is going to come up. But at any single moments in my life where I've sort of had a, you know, if I, if I if I'd have been at a woman's house and she'd have pulled out some mad leather and latex shit, I would have just run a mile, man. It scared the life out of me. I've got it's something it does something to me. It makes me feel like this is out of my depth, mate. It might be the Catholic upbringing. It might be just some insecurity somewhere. Just but... do a tag team and I'll step in, mate. Like the WWE. <laughs> and you'll be dressed like a wrestler as well, ironically. <laughs> just a gimp mask. I'll take. I'll take it from here, Carl. I got I'll invited get, to. to me. I got invited to a sex party once, and I just decided not to. I I didn't go, and I always wonder what would have happened if I'd went. It's yeah, it's fascinating, isn't it? I remember seeing Russell Brand do a routine about going to an orgy, and he said like he just felt, he, you know, he was a, he was, it wasn't, sh- you know, he's not afraid to sling it around, was he? But oh. he was saying that he felt out of his depth because it was, it was different. It was different to just normal sexual encounters. He said he ended up like making tea for people and stuff. And <laughs> it just felt like handed out Ferrero Rochers. <laughs> Would you like a volivon? Yeah, it's like, and I just—that's what I mean. That the whole fact that it feels like it's, it obviously it's a sex party, but you know the fact there is going to obviously be parts where you're just having a chat, and that's not for me, man. I'm not chatting to anyone. Imagine standing around loads of people with their dicks out and fannies out, and you're just all just chatting about that week's work. It's too it's, busy, isn't it's it? It's horrific. I had a friend that worked on the do you know, Naked Attraction. Yeah, I mean, it's, oh. the, it's the worst show. I she can't was the producer, oh. so her job was to speak to the um, contestants oh. to talk them through what was going to happen God. next bit of the show, which meant while she was talking to the, the three, I don't know how many it is, three or four naked men, while they were all talking to her, they were all just gently massaging their peens. Oh, God. Just to sort of like keep just to get them a, a bit warm. A semi, so their willy would be like a presentable uh, size. So just oh. talking to four guys that are just sort of. Ugh, it'd be funny on. if you did it by, you did it too much. You just had a full on boner. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, can you put this suit jacket on and put, get our French accent? <laughs> I've met that, like, the, the people that, that go on Naked Attraction, like, they're always just the worst, you know, and they try and act like, yeah, you know, it's, I thought it'd be a bit of fun. You're like, no, you didn't, mate. You wanted to get your knob out on telly. That's it. That's the un, that's the fact there. I don't give a shit. You didn't think it was going to be fun. But it puts you off the human body a bit, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, like, it does. Oh, it, there's no, there's nothing sexy about it, even if they've got a good body. Like, it's just the fact it's revealed in chunks, like some sort it's of... It's really hard to come watching it. <laughs> we get there we get there <laughs> fresh landing 
Originally, I thought this Sorry. might be the Christmas special. Do you know Sorry. that? <laughs> I think this might not be. We'll release it on Boxing Day when people are a bit fragile. <laughs> I think right. this is just what you want. You're back Christmas. home for Christmas. You're, you're allowed to bubble up with two other families <laughs> and you go, do you know what, mum and dad? Maybe maybe Gran's trying to get into the vegan lifestyle and they go, this is, listen to this. Yeah, listen to these two vegans. Just, just play it while they're having their Christmas dinner. And to be fair, you did say PVC instead of leather, so on brand. Definitely. I'm not, uh, I, I disagree with all leather. I think, I think latex is the classy swings. one, though, isn't it? Is latex it, is, it is the expensive one. Yeah, that's the good um, one. There's a quite a well-known phobia of latex, isn't there? Some people have a real phobia that that sort of the reaction to the feel of it and the sound <laughs> of it. Oh, that's, oh, yeah. It's like sort of t- rubbing a balloon, isn't it? it. I've, got phobia of, I've got phobia of balloons. Have you? Yeah. But the squeakiness of them when you—I just think of... they're going to explode and I'll die. Is sort the... of what. I... I, I don't think there's a there's a a person on earth that is ever prepared for a balloon popping. I don't care how s- mentally strong you are, unless it, you're the one popping it. Even then, it still catches you off guard. I think it's just really, even though it's not that loud, it's just it's so quick, isn't it? Imagine you're in a imagine you're in an air balloon and it pop. You know, <laughs> just a um, bang. <laughs> That'd be the scariest balloon pop ever. I, I would, I'm somebody who's not afraid of dying. Um, this is a real change of topic, isn't it? But, uh, I'm no, but, afraid of living, mate. Um, hot air balloons, I think, are one of the only modes of transport I would have a moment of questioning why I'm doing it when I'll be getting on. They just look so unsafe. I know. We've got aeroplanes now. Yeah, got I don't like aeroplanes. I don't like aeroplanes with the propellers. Small planes. Yes, I've had a few of those in my time. Any plane where I can like look at it and I sort of think I, it makes I can in my head work out how it flies. Yeah, I don't like any <laughs> any transport that I can work out in my head. If you I'm could like, invent no, it, too, you don't want to use it. This is too simple. There's no yeah. way. Do a quick a quick sketch of the uh, mechanics of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Though you get it on a jumbo jet, you just sit there thinking, "Well, it's magic." There's, yeah, there's all the, the air goes in there, go. that pushes it, and it goes up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it needs to be magic. Never. No no way. Have you been there? I don't know, and I don't know if I ever want to. I have, um, and they once you're up, they once. feel very safe, but like they are fucking mental when you're in it. It's like this is insane. It's so loud. And it's also quite slow as well. Do you know what I mean? It's not Yeah. It's not a plane. It's not flying along at five hundred miles an hour. So it's not a hot air balloon that goes about a meter an hour. <laughs> but uh, it's um it's yeah it's mad and like yeah the guy who was flying it i was he, he let me take the, the the controls for a sec and it's the most sort while of... he bailed out <laughs> <laughs> while he lost his license while he committed suicide while he finished his there about he was about to die um but yeah i it's the most sensitive thing i've ever like you just he great. He, we had dual handles, and he said, "I've switched it onto dual." He goes, "Just, just try and hold it steady." And I moved it about half a centimeter, and the fucking thing just went like down. Scary man. He I was mean, a nutter. Fuck that. Was Why ex- were you doing that? New Zealand Air Force. Um, he just he was a guy who saw my show in New Zealand and really liked. We'd hang out afterwards, and he was. A, do you want to uh, go a mile up in the sky? When he said, "Oh, do you want to come up in the?" He's a, he's a he he was a, a helicopter trainer, a pilot trainer. And he said, I'll take you, you and a couple of comics up in it for a bit of a laugh. 
and then we went up. I mean, I, I probably wouldn't say no if that was the situation. <laughs> oh, it was great. And I, I, I can't I, say I, no to that, can you? But no. uh, poor old James Acaster and Chris Martin were in the back. And when the guy said, I'm going to let Carl take the controls, them to fucking shit themselves. And when I took the controls and we basically nosedived, they were screaming. It was hilarious. Um, we all thought we were going to perish. Um, but yeah, it's good fun. I love that as about stand-up. Imagine just doing your job and then someone comes up to you afterwards and goes, hey, do you want to kick a bit of my helicopter for I've never met you. It's one of the customers in Costa or something. (laughs) Do you know what, mate? I really love that latte. Do you fancy... I've got a race car out back. (laughs) Do you want to come and have a ride in my my Maserati? (laughs) (laughs) I've had had it a bunch of times as well. I'm sure, like... I got um, invited to a sex party, as we discussed. Well, yeah, it's... it's, (laughs) I am... I, in Dubai once, ended up in a guy's Maserati after a gig... Doing like Waking so up. fast down Co- a road. Coming to. <laughs> <laughs> the, the sirens are chasing the car. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was all just a bit, it was mad. It was just, he was a Jordanian oil baron who just liked us at the gig. And we ended up just going on this tear up where he just paid for our drinks all night. And it was that thing, he, to him, we were like rock stars. He didn't realise we were <laughs> getting about... Two hundred pounds a gig or something. Don't <laughs> yeah, tell him. Like, yeah, <laughs> but it was. I mean, it's that thing. I suppose that if you've been on, if you smash a gig, and it, imagine it's a quite a big gig with you know anything ranging from a few hundred people or something to a big theatre gig. Yeah, the people there. If you've smashed that, that is that must look well impressive. We forget that because we've never done it, man. Commi- <laughs> I smash mean, people are. I've, people find it impressive how you is can die so do? hard in front of an audience and carry on. <laughs> you do, on, the, on the flip side, you could die so hard your cab re- refuses to take you home. <laughs> <laughs> I was in Edinburgh once and I was in the back of a cab and I'd just been for this little meditation thing, like about six miles out of Edinburgh, this beautiful little village. And I opened my phone and I had a bad review and I rang, I rang, Maca- I rang McCaffrey and he, and he knew, he'd read it as well. Oh, and he went, oh, right, I know. And I was talking to him about it for like 25 minutes. And then I got to my place in Edinburgh and the cab driver said, oh, don't worry about the fare, man. You've had a hard day. Oh, God. <laughs> Right, it's brutal. Oh, it was brutal. It's all. I mean, it's important to point out. I don't think people realise Paul McCaffrey has been on this podcast a number of times. He's a he's a, he's a fan favourite. Uh, he's also I would describe McCaffrey as the sort of he's like the Sun gossip column of comedy. <laughs> if you need any information on anything that's going down in comedy, any comedian, McCaffrey always knows first. Like I mean, you, to a be bad fair, review, it was on, it was on Chortle, so I think. Th- Comic, he must get up and go to in Edinburgh, isn't it? I maybe, maybe I. But I know loads of people that don't ever go on short. All day. I mean, but like McCaffrey oh, must, he must have like updates coming in like from all his sources in the morning, so he gets his briefing notes of the day. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the West Wing. He wakes Push up and his wife is on as he's going to make his coffee. His wife's giving giving him the rundown of the headlines of the day in comedy. He just knows, man. He's always on top of it. I've you send like, him anything. I've got, a, I've got a picture of my head like a scene from the West Wing. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's it. Walking just to the gag and his wife's his wife's alongside him holding a notebook. Going right. Sounds I've got two four. stars. In, sounds I've got two stars in fest. Uh, <laughs> this person's been accused of sexual misdemeanors. Another <laughs> me too. There's no, another me too. It's it's bad news for bloody blah. What? Um, me too or two star? It's a it's a two star this time round. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
optimize. Me too and two star. Well, that is unfortunate. That is unfortunate. Me too star, man. <laughs> Me too star. I think it's quite, it's quite a funny name for an Edinburgh show. You can Me just, too you, star. That's... <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, let's, let's move off. Me too. Let's not go into that uh, quagmire. Um, what are you doing for Christmas, Ian Sterling? We are, ha- I'm having my first Christmas not in El Scotty Tan. Yeah. The, the homeland. I'm going to do it in my, in my house. In Dudley. In London, which I'm actually really looking forward to. It's sort of nice not having the stress of family stuff without the guilt of not, you know, um, of not go- because you can't do it. You can't go, can you? Yeah, exactly. It's well, keeping you can, it's just, but... It's, yeah, sort of. I still don't know what the rules are, to be honest. I don't, I don't really know understand. anyone. I don't. I still know. Is, is this allowed? What we're doing now? I don't know. Probably not. I don't think so. Well, some of the things Julian the said are not allowed, but that's a different story. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> some of the what, stuff we're talking about is not allowed. Exactly. It's ready much. Uh, but I, what, I'm, I'm, in, I'm going to have friends around in the, in the house, which will be nice. It's nice. What are you? Who's cooking? Um, I normally cook in the house. Yeah, and um, I use, I thought it was because Laura thought I was good at cooking, and now <laughs> Laura's taking all the cooking. She's doing all the cooking, right? And I'm doing. Apparently, I'm doing the turkey, but she's keeping an eye on it. Oh, which makes me leads me to believe I think she just couldn't be bothered cooking. Yeah, it's all been I've a been, lie essentially. That, it's that very male thing where someone told me I was good at doing. She's told me I'm good at cooking and getting recycling in the recycling bin. Yeah, <laughs> it's genuinely the two things I'm pretty good at. <laughs> it's, first one takes some skill. The second one is fucking rudimentary, man. No, you've got to mash them right down to get it all in. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You've really got to fold that that cardboard up, man, and you've got to take the the sort of chunky bits out from inside the big box. It's There's breaking down of... the but breaking down the boxes is the is the annoying part, isn't it? Flat to get them flat again. It's like sometimes you just can't be asked. But if it's the day before bin collection, there's room. I ain't breaking that shit. No, down, no way, it's no going way. Straight in. Little hint: if it's a if it's a wet day, sometimes I just leave the boxes out in the rain for a day, and then they just <laughs> mush right up. They pulp. I mean, essentially pulp. You I'm pulp starting to think Laura's onto something. Bin. You are very good at recycling. You sound excellent <laughs> at it, man. Like, <laughs> I mean, I doubted it, but I mean, she's a, she's nailed it, mate. It's just a real talent. So basically, uh, basically, I'm doing not. I'm doing. I'm doing very little. And Laura's going to do most of it, but I'll yeah, try yeah. and help. I'll I'll help until I can tell she's visibly. Frust- I'm frustrating her, and then I'll go sit down. Yes, um, I do want to help. What about you? What's uh, I'm? I'll be cooking. Uh, I tend to do. Yeah, but the last few years we tend to share. I'll do. <clears throat> Hannah in the last couple of years has started making the main, uh, which is good actually like she says she will always just focus on that and i'll do all the trimmings previous years like before that i would normally i was always quite not arrogant about it but i love because i cook a lot and i love it i really enjoyed doing all of it for every even i've cooked yeah. you know i've done ones for back in the day like to you know when i was my, with my ex-wife and like for fa- all our families like everyone would come and i'd do all the cooking i, I found it quite a challenge doing a proper like eight or ten person Christmas dinner on your own, yeah. But now, yeah, when it's just me and Hannah, or me and Hannah might have a friend for dinner or whatever, like you know, it's I I I tend to I, you know I've, I've sort of let go of the reins a bit. She can do that, and I'll do the trimmings. You've you, you've you, unlocked the second 
joystick on the helicopter. Yeah, basically. It's and also it's it's about that letting go, isn't it? I used to be a bit of a control freak. I think the kitchen does not. bring out that kitchen. Everyone's got their way of doing stuff, doesn't they? Yeah. And it does. It does. I've noticed that when like Laura's cooking and I walk into the kitchen, and I'll just start going, "How long's that been on?" Or do you yeah. think what? <laughs> what? Sure, you got that? Why? And then I'll be like, "No, no, she's and it's never. She's never done it wrong before." And it's, then similarly, she'll do the same thing. <laughs> it is funny how like you know it, yeah. I definitely Hannah said something to me last week when I was hanging the washing up about how i was doing it and i took it really like it, it was like it didn't annoy me straight away but about two days later i remembered what she'd said and i was like hang on a sec basically what she said there is like i'm you know i'm i'm 39 in a few weeks and I, she's basically just told me that i'm i've been doing it wrong forever well you say it wrong though you say hanging the washing up what not hanging the washing out well we've got a line out in the garden so i often do hang it out in the garden yeah, you hang it out, but you said I hang it up. But I didn't because I was putting it on the clothes horse indoors, so I would hang it up on that, I suppose. Okay. I'd, I'd, I've just got two phrases for it, yeah, because I'm an expert. <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I, I really, it's one of them things where I do think just house stuff. It just a little a little sly comment about it can really knock your confidence. <laughs> it's the it's the it's the question when there's only two of you in the house. That's what I hate. Oh. Like somebody's, somebody's not, do you remember like in a flat share or when you live with flatmates, like somebody's would be dead exciting. Like, like you'd be like, oh, who's the somebody's? Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. somebody's not done the dishes and you'd be like, oh, this is exciting. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a mystery. Yeah, exactly. You've got to work out who the, who it is. And you but normally it's like know, somebody's roughly. not flushed the toilet and it's only me and Laura. <laughs> and she's saying it and it's taken her by surprise. Yeah. So either it's, either it's me or she's done it and she wants to show off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's not flushed the toilet. This legend. Come but with me. The, but there is the work, because I'd say, actually, because me and Hannah, we, obviously, we've got a six-month-old, so we are very tired. I do think it's the first time ever in our relationship that sometimes we'll find something that's been done wrong, and it is genuinely a mystery to both of us. Like, one of us has done it while we've been Just knackered. blame the baby, mate. But it is sort of the baby's fault for, you know. It is everything 100%. But like yeah, the other day um, in the compost, there was a you know we've got an indoor little compost bin that goes in outdoors. Um, and hang up the compost and hang, hang up out the, the compost. compost exactly, you know. And then but there was a there was a non-compostable wet wipe in the compost. Oh my god! And Hannah said to me, um, she goes, you know those that bloody mis- baby. <laughs> but, <laughs> but Hannah said to me in a very uh, just an aside, she went, oh just so you know those those aren't compostable; they go in the bin. And nice, I said, passively uh, aggressive <laughs> delivery and I, there. And I said, yeah, I know that because I've, uh, I've, I've put Just so you know for bit. future, Carl. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but as she said, and I said to her, yeah, I know that. That's where I put them. I've been putting them in the bin. I don't put them in the compost. And you could see there was that moment where neither of us, neither of us would accept it was one of us, but it's definitely one of us. But we'd be both being knackered, so it's we, we don't know who the culprit is. I'm still fuming about that, just so you know. That is, I'm having Vietnam flashbacks to that. <laughs> just, just so you know. It's like, or in oh. case you've forgotten. In case, in case, in case you've forgotten. Oh, in case you've forgotten. I did mention it. I, I did mention it yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. In case you've no, forgotten. I've said it a few times, actually. Yeah, yeah, um... yeah. <laughs> but at worst, I did. Um... But you can get flushable wipes nowadays. You can get flushable you? wipes, yeah. Which get are those ones. 
Um, the other you... ones apparently ruin the whole of English sewage. System. But no, but there's other there's biodegradable just... ones as well. So like there's okay. different types. You could just, just throw out your window. <laughs> the old school wet wipes, I think, are a catastrophe. In the last couple of years, there's a couple of companies that started making, um, you know, proper. We but most of we don't we only use them very rarely. We use them um, reusable, washable things called um, cheeky wipes, which they're cheeky very wipes. good. Yes. But although it's a couple a of them way. have accidentally ended up in the bin where I've been thinking and I've forgotten their reusable. Accidentally end up in a sandwich. <laughs> 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 oh, sorry, I forgot you didn't like these. Like, you forgot to put it. <laughs> Somebody's put a shitty, shitty nappy in my bap. <laughs> um. <laughs> in the um, chips. It is, I mean, obviously, Julian lives alone. But it is like I've me and Hannah don't Why argue. Why is that obvious, mate? Because <laughs> of your behaviour. Because of, of my personality. <laughs> I mean, obviously, Julian's personality—he lives alone and personality. Uh, your um, your Instagram output. <laughs> you know, I, just... I would say the giveaway was the bit where um, in a lockdown you were a, a, you were um, free and willing to shout at imaginary strippers in your living room. I think yeah, that's so a bit rough. Like, you can't live oh, with yeah. anyone. Yeah, there's no one else in that house. But we, so me and Hannah don't argue. But I do think like, and I don't you, know. You if, don't. You don't do you? One of them couples. Yeah, but no. But what I'm saying is, we don't. We don't. We never. It never gets to that point, really. Uh, but then I do think even. As laid back as we both are, you should start one today. Well, having a but having, having a baby when you're both tired, you can. It's the first time in our relationship where we've even had moments of, like, just you could. There's a little bit of like exhaustion where you'll just say something in the wrong tone. That sort of just so you know thing is that's a real new, you know, I'm knackered. So well, can, you're can squarely we... in that category already, hypothetically speaking, and then uh, and then you put a baby on top of that. That's going to be absolute carnage, isn't it? What a what oh mate, that's we we've talked about this. Like if you're in a couple that is a bit unhappy, a baby is the worst I can't imagine anything harder than because it's you it is so like full on. And if you're just if you're not if you don't trust and really like and love the person you're doing it with, man, it is gonna be dog shit. Merry Christmas <laughs> everyone <laughs> Snow is falling. Um but Christmas is all obviously. I'm outside. That's Christmas. A Christmas. Oh, have you ever had a Christmas argument? Out. I'm on the sofa <laughs> again. Working <laughs> on little woods. We should release I a need Christmas to learn song. about recycling. <laughs> <laughs> Passive aggressive. Wash my hair with a shitty wet wipe. Uh, what I was going to say was, have you ever had a Christmas Day argument? That's a humdinger of an argument because it's oh, just no. the moment it starts, you both get extra annoyed because of the day. Because it's, you know I mean? it, it's Christmas, and the fact that you shouldn't be arguing adds to the oh, layers. I've, yeah, I've had some. I know somebody who um, I won't say their name. I think you probably would both maybe know them. They like I don't know if they're doing comedy. I'll mention anymore. them on Patreon. But there's somebody who was doing comedy when I started, and uh, I think it's sort of you know now is 
bit older, doesn't really do it. But they, Major Lily, carry on. They, um, they, <laughs> their wife found out Proceed. <laughs> about their affair on Christmas Day. They were having oh, a long, it was, oh, a long I running it was affair. Be a late-hearted argument. I've now just oh, really that, dropped all Lily in it. I've just, oh, yeah, no, I, can, I, can, I can confirm it's absolutely not Omid Um Although, I mean, you know, we don't know what he gets up to on Christmas Day. Uh, <laughs> but no, it's... Um, Oh yeah, well, this person, their their wife found out they saw a text message oh, from God. their mistress. I've not used the word mistress since the nineties, but uh, do you still I've use the word mistress? That. Is it um, is it a rule? Do you is it a rule? Is it mistress still a word? Is a thing. Like, you hear about it, and it was on um, the it was in the Undoing. I heard it. Oh, yeah, said. fucking! I love the Undoing. Have you it finished so it? Good. It was really good. I am. Um, What's your uh, thoughts on Nicole Kidman's, how she looks? She looks a bit um, like a porcelain doll nowadays, doesn't yeah, she? Yeah, it's a, it's a bit, I, I can't, the ninth, it's a Bill Burr bit, so I hate you, but it's, it describes, it's like she doesn't look an age anymore, does she? She doesn't no. look young or old, she just looks, I don't know what she looks. Yeah. She's did transcended like... time. Well, yeah, because yeah. obviously she's, she must have had a bit of work. But, um, but I still also... remember her from the BMX Bandits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't born. I still remember her from the uh, something stupid video with Robbie Williams, where she's in her lingerie. Um, she's, got but... her, she's got her boots out. <laughs> she's got her taters out, mate. She's got her bojangles <laughs> hanging all over the gaff. <laughs> um, but uh, what we're we talking about? Oh, yeah. So this this person in question, their their wife found out on Christmas Day. Oh, and, bless her heart! But here's that the thing: destroyed her. They had all the family over for Christmas dinner, oh and this was God. while they were cooking. They went upstairs, had a ding dong, came back down, had to do Christmas dinner. Oh. oh. Why has everyone got a roast dinner and I've got a shit? <laughs> Is this <Yeah>. meatloaf? <laughs> Is this vegan, honey? <laughs> uh, yeah, it'd be that'd be brutal, innit? I can't think of anything worse. Oh, I just mate. couldn't. The one I haven't got the capacity um, to lie of lying to hold yeah. them. I mean, you saw me. I can't make it to a podcast, let alone have a like. I'd be. I'd have to get Laura to give me a lift to my mistress. I'm yeah, there is. I think to have a, <laughs> to, to, maintain. to give you reminders of. <laughs> <laughs> Laura, yeah, but you need I... to get up here and you'll be late for your mistress. Of <laughs> like, yeah, it's um yeah definitely must. It's a real you know you'd need a PA to run your shit. I think if you're a proper serial philanderer, two, it's the one with two families. That's an unbelievable. That's Again, my dad, is... my dad did that actually. We had a. I had a half brother I didn't know about, and he was like, he'd go off for like three weeks at Christmas. I had no idea. Really? So, I didn't like look. I didn't plates. look. Send off there, Julian. I'm really sorry because every time you talk, I'm waiting for the yeah. the, the joke <laughs> to come. And then <laughs> it's almost like the boy who cried wolf, isn't it? You just ne- you never you can never say anything serious again. But I um I met up with him actually as adults. My half brother. How? Lee. What's the age difference? Um, only about three years younger than me. He is. Yeah. Okay. We met up and we both weren't mil- we both weren't millionaires. So we we're like, oh, should we uh, go now then? No. But um, it, it was, yeah, it was nice to meet him. Actually, he looks like my dad. It was, it was oh, weird. Really? What? Um, I'm so mad. And what did he do? Does he? What's he do? Like, he's not basically. Is that, I suppose you can't help but compare yourself to the other you, essentially, isn't it? It's like meeting a sort of another version of you. Yeah, he was a nice, nice guy. Successful. Um, this was years ago, so I can't. I yeah, he's a smart guy. 
obviously. Okay. <laughs> it's got the... <laughs> Um, I know an- I know another person uh, in com- from the old days of comedy who also is a had two families. There's another them Ooh. fucking nineties comedians were an absolute right bunch, weren't they? I, I, yeah, yeah that, they do. Have seem you to know have them, that about or have them. you owned? Have you known newspapers? You can discover that they were all pretty. Yes, uh, but that this person, yeah, had full on two families. I think men they? have chilled out a bit, haven't they, over the last? I like, think it doesn't sim doesn't sim as acceptable, I guess, does it? Totally, and also, also it's, just, the, it's become harder. Two families in the nineties just shows you how we how well jonglers used to pay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is it. All cash. Oh man, a jobbing but, comedian could not hold down two families nowadays. Absolutely not. You need um, to do the comedy store every other week. But it's also the social media and all that. Like it's, I think it's now impossible to be a bigamist. <laughs> it's the saddest thing that I can say out loud. <laughs> no, it's just, I mean, it's, I think it's genuinely impossible. Like, you can't, like, if you've got two families, you're telling me there's no, like, you can manage that with. Every, I mean, imagine the, str- apart from, like, your what you're doing to the families is horrible. Oh, yeah. Tammy, putting that to I mean, one the, side, though. The, I'm talking the, the admin. Betrayal. The betrayal that the women must feel at that, yeah. but the um, that must be so stressful from the from the legends' point of view. Not really from the, <laughs> from, you know, from the fallen soldiers' point of view. Rise up, kings! <laughs> Chin up, brothers! No, but from like, from that point, you went, must be spinning plates. Flying helicopter. I've got two wives. This is, a, this is nothing. I've got 17 kids um, that don't know about each other. I mean, it, God, fuck that. Who is it? Is it? Um, there's a famous blues musician who's meant to. I think he's like notorious for like for the record of kids. Is it Howling Wolf or someone? Oh, I love um, Howling Wolf. <laughs> but what's the? Uh, Not because of that, like the music. Let me just Google this because um, there's a there's a. I'm sure there's a musician who's said to have had so many kids. Um, that's a weird fucking thing to um, uh, Google. Which blues musician the monarch has the most of, children? The monarch of Monaco's got 867 plus. I mean, I think that he's lying. I think it's screaming Jay Hawkins. Here it is. Once child support gets in touch, he'll um, start playing that down a little bit. <laughs> um, screaming Jay Hawkins, apparently, um, it says that over two and a half thousand people claim to be his children <laughs> but officially there's 71 Me. but no apparently officially there's known to be 71 but the amount of people that claim it is much more so there we go screaming jay hawkins i'd be fucking screaming if i had 71 kids uh so there we go um we should probably wrap it up soon because we did we said we'll just do a little tight one we don't keep you know everyone too long what's what are you doing for christmas julian that's one thing you've not um, you know what? I don't a hundred percent know yet. Um, I might um, yeah, I'll go do to... some chin ups. <laughs> That's mainly it. <laughs> like American Psycho morning. <laughs> Listen to Genesis. <laughs> <laughs> Flex in the mirror. <laughs> um, put, put all the uh, put Genesis. all the plastic sheeting down. <laughs> Genesis are good, aren't they? They're really good. Uh, but I mean, yeah, really great. I can't that now drum listen intro. to them. Without thinking of Patrick Bateman from American Psycho, that scene. Oh, was that what he was listening to? I yeah, yeah, he basically two. Is it one? I've got a bit. Of a, yeah, it's the woman he kills. I can he kills hear two me. of them, but it's like he basically starts talking about how brilliant Genesis's albums are. 
goes on this massive spiel before killing them. Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah. Ready How do you think Genesis were, Genesis were like? That's a big film, cool film, good news. Or were they thinking this is not an ideal thing to be associated? Yeah, with? I reckon. From what it's I a gather, good, good point. My little knowledge on Phil Collins, but the few times I've seen Man. or read about him in interviews, I don't reckon he'd love it. He's, he seems like a bit of a prickly character. Maybe he's well into it then. They don't. Talk maybe he is. This film yeah. shows what I'm capable of. Maybe he suggested it. <laughs> maybe he maybe demanded he's... it. Yeah. You can't do you can't do my biography unless you change the name, but keep my music choices in. <laughs> um, so yeah, so all right, so Julian, you don't know what you're doing Christmas Day. Um, I might be um, going to my um, ex's mother-in-law's for Christmas dinner because that's what I did last year. So possibly because nice. my children will be there, so it's nice. Yeah, that is family nice. time. Present. Have you done your Christmas shopping? That's um, a question to both. I, I've done a few bits. Ian, I done a bit yesterday. Yeah, Laura does a lot. Again, Laura does a lot of the heavy lifting. There's a real theme emerging here. Yeah. She carries the flat screen up the stairs but, and stuff. But you're no, very good. At, you're, you're, but you're very good at getting rid of the packaging. We've established this. I get rid of the packaging. I put up three shelves yesterday. Did you? That's all yeah. right. What but sort the, what, of shelves? They're floating shelves. Lovely. They aren't. I wouldn't shelves. say they're neat against the wall, but from <laughs> certain angles, that, they look good. Level. They're actually anyway. on the door. <laughs> <laughs> they're um, vertical. Well, um, so the floating shelves. Have you got? So you must have quite solid walls. <laughs> I, I had to buy. Did I you put them on an outside brick wall, like uh, inside the building, but an no, outside I used, wall? It was a plasterboardy wall, but I used those little plastic grommets to give extra. Uh, and I opened the third shelf where I'd got bored and I just drilled them straight into the wall. And I yes. put, and I literally said to Laura, don't put any books on that one. Don't put anything on that one. We've got a teddy on it, that's it. <laughs> I mean, that was a that wall question as well. That's an all-time <laughs> great. I did not see that coming at all. I didn't think this was going to be the Christmas special, and right at the end, Julian rescues it. I didn't. Yeah, I mean, I didn't <laughs> think it was going to be Christmas special either. But um, we have ultimately talked about Christmas. Have you done all your shopping for Laura? Have you finished that? Yeah, Just pretty. Few bits to get. Yeah, pretty much. I want to get one. I want to get one like little fun. I, I like to get stuff that. She'll definitely like in the bag, and then I go rogue yeah, like, yeah, on yeah. the end. Do you last go? Few days. Do you go um, one big series of small, or see loads of me, or, or a series of mediums? One big small. that I've gl- clarified that, that she wants and needs. Yes, yep, and yep, then yep. we go ad hoc. Yeah, yeah. What What's your mo? I tend to be a, a one big, then small. It's sort of you know I go for the countdown uh, format. One yep. big and the rest from the bottom, please. Exactly that. But five, five from the five, and five's not a bad number actually for little ones. I still, that's a great number. It's good for. And what good about for, the baby? You've got some stuff. Uh, got some bits open. and bobs. I mean, she's obviously not going to know what's going on. Just but don't tell her. Don't... What age did they start liking it? <laughs> well, I never think... tell her, and she'll never know. Get you some know. new wet wipes. Um, I reckon. I don't know when they become sort of conscious of it. You know, I reckon... about three, maybe. Depends how, like, depends on the kid, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we weird. did it. We did it when they were babies. They had loads of presents. Yeah, we bought a little bit of bowl, like, money. books and things to read to her. So it's more, you know, you can't really get them them anything other than cloves and things to chew on. So it's yeah, it's very they're very easy to shop for. They'll get harder as they go on. Yeah, but that's that. 
That's enough of You're that. You're going to do the Santa thing, obviously. Me? Like, oh. not dress like Santa, but I mean... <laughs> like, Break into people's houses on Christmas night. <laughs> to talk about Santa to her. Uh, well, probably. My reckon... daughter believed in Santa till she was about ten, which was old, and it was like getting a bit like, oh god, she's gonna get, <laughs> she's gonna get teased in school. What, if, I told her about the tooth fairy wasn't real. It was, it was so, it was, I hated it. Really? See, I'd yeah. say I'd be more inclined to stick with Santa for a bit, and <coughs> no, no, sell that lie. Than, uh, than I love it when they fairy. believe in Santa, though. It's just it just makes it so magical. The tooth fairy to me is one that doesn't need to be introduced. I think that's like just let their teeth come out. And Ren started to up the game, though. She said, "Oh, the tooth fairy now gives twenty pound." I'm like, "Oh, see what I mean? You're it? setting yourself up to get fucking haggled, man. I don't want yeah, that." Yeah, yeah. I'm sure she doesn't believe in it. She's just playing me for a fool, <laughs> trying to rob man's. A uh, final question: What age did you stop believing in Santa Claus, Ian Sterling? I'm trying to I'm trying to think now because I don't think my parents ever sat me down and told me it's not real. Right. I moved house when I was t- ten, and I definitely didn't believe in it then. So I reckon seven, eight. Yeah, I, that feels That's like the... pretty young. I was about yeah. I suppose I was about eight or nine. I guess. I think I knew it from a young age because my brother is seven years older than me, and I, I reckon mean, ruin it for he would have ruined it for me the moment yeah. he could. You, you know what I mean? The, the kids that find that Santa's not real absolutely love telling kids that think it's real it's not real. Like the exactly. thing to do. So I can imagine he would have told me from day one that he found out. So we're talking, I would have probably just known from birth. No, there'll be kids. The young kids will be on tick. They'll be on like TikTok, and there'll be like TikToks about oh, like shit. that that awkward moment when you find out Santa's not real. The journey all yeah. like, they'll oh. find out straight away. Oh God, I've not thought about that. You know, maybe Santa Claus would have died off by the time. Our daughter is old enough. Or to... she'll be like a TikTok millionaire at like a young that. age, and then she'll. And if buy, any, she'll if any kids are, in. if any kids are listening, Santa's obviously real. We're just playing yeah, around. Exactly. We're just you, we're just doing some ideas. Yeah. <laughs> also, if you are a kid listening to this and you've got to this <laughs> oh, stage, call then we apologise. Yeah, please, can you report your parents to uh, the social services because this is not meant to happen? I'd argue most. You know, I don't know. If, I don't know what age this is appropriate for. I don't even think 18 is good enough. I don't feel comfortable. I've not felt comfortable throughout. No, me neither. 40 plus. <laughs> I feel like this today's episode was just for Julian. <laughs> He's the only person who's going to listen to it and love it. Uh, but it's been a f- it's been very fun. To I've had a very lovely time, gentlemen. Thank you very much for having me. I'm very sorry. I know that I've scuppered your plans in any way. The no, same I've scuppered all. mine. Um, thanks for joining us have a good Christmas Julian um, we just need to th- what do we need to do thank our patrons thank you patron.com slash we are TVI use the URL because you can't search for it on Patreon because it's um, not safe for why work is that? apparently we're not it's searchable not on Patreon because of our content <laughs> uh, <laughs> unless you're a stripper yeah yes uh, but no apparently yeah you can't if your podcast includes sort of explicit content then uh the search function doesn't it sort of it doesn't really favor it so you just do have to go to the actual web address you start walking clean i don't think we can <laughs> I genuinely don't think we can i think it's um you know we'd, we've made our beds i think we might as well just lie in it and <laughs> never wash the sheets <laughs> Um, thanks for listening everyone thanks to Ian Sterling for joining us have a good week bye bye
Oh, I'm a <laughs> 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 right.